Hey, everybody. Hey. This is Zach. And this is Stuart. <laughs> we'll never get this right. One day. One day. <laughs> one day. I mean, we get um, it right occasionally. I'm just... Occasionally. I, I feel... Like every three or four. I feel like I'm off my game today. <laughs> I, I am definitely coming with a with low energy, unfortunately. But but so I'm here. I'm also kind of off because it's been a while since... Um, we've had a chance to to record and i forgot that i have my monitors in and so i just hear this little bit of latency in my mind so i'm like hearing myself speak no Um, that's the worst i'll get used to it it's fine yeah um but uh yeah tonight we're doing a nerd fight so um, with the this i think this, this will be a fairly quick fight to be honest um let's see it like uh, a queer, quickly, like a quick fight between the initial people or just like the overall bracket? Uh, just overall, I feel like the random number generator was not on the side. You didn't throw in like yes, a god or like a crazy magic user or... No. No? Okay. No, not really. Because it uh, seems okay, like so... we side with crazy magic users a lot. <laughs> yeah, we, we do. Um, so I'm, I'm curious, but well, also with the weird random number generator on the, uh, the spreadsheet that I keep, um, it put in this first battle, two MCU characters. Oh, it's the winter soldier versus blade. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I, I feel, (laughs) I feel like blade gets the, the nod. Um, I feel like. Just being like all vampire, but none of the downsides is kind of like a little OP, yeah. um, especially since um, he's got like an artillery or like an arsenal of like yeah. things, um, and like the Winter Soldier, like I, I does I know that he has like does he have like the super serum? Like, is he, like, super... Uh, yeah, he, he... I think he does have the super soldier serum. Mm-hmm. He's also, like, emo sad boy. Yeah. Like, he's one of these, like, but I don't want to fight. Yeah. And I feel like Blade would have no pity for that. No, yeah, I, I agree. I agree. <laughs> but, like, I guess it would be a little bit closer um, with, like, the serum and everything. Since the serum's pretty, um crazy like he can live through like a lot of um like trauma and I, I, yeah he but... can i mean but blade is also good at fighting supernatural true true beings mm-hmm. I, I feel like winter soldier is going to be just a pushover like he would rip that metal arm off of him yeah yeah <laughs> i think i feel like so blade also has regeneration abilities like vampire regeneration abilities and um i feel like the winter soldier does not so no and like does the winter soldier no tramp does does like his hand like i don't know much about the winter soldier really all i know is the um the knowledge or the information that they gave us in um uh the actual movies the marvel movies well i never read like any of the comic books or anything along those lines um he's um 
I mean, he's Captain America's friend that was brainwashed, preserved by the Soviets, and then used as an MK Ultra style like Manchurian candidate assassin mm-hmm. um, for long periods of time and then so he, he's got all this residual like PTSD built up because he has the memories of doing it and then being stuck in deep freeze whenever he was done ah, okay. and not being able to control it Yeah. so I don't know I he's kind of a wimp in my book um, yeah I mean <laughs> I think Blade would win personally I, I'm happy to give it to uh, Blade as well i feel like blade would definitely um yeah be the person who co- and you know and even if it's not just like combat if we're thinking like just combat wise i feel like do you think that like blade has like a little bit more of a following than like a popularity following than winter soldier i feel like oh. winter soldier is kind of like a budget uh Captain America. <laughs> a bunch of Captain America. Yeah. I mean, kind of. It, you know, it's funny. If this were... Um, if this were, like, 15 years ago, I feel like Blade would, would have the bigger following, but because um, Sebastian Stan is a very pretty man, mm-hmm. um, and the MCU is, like, the most money-making franchise in the history of money-making franchises... Yeah. I feel like the Winter Soldier is probably more popular in terms of like popularity, but I, I think if you're you're pitting them against each other, like honestly, I, Blade has it hands down. Okay. I mean, he's he like I said, he's all vamp, no tramp. Yeah. <laughs> he has no downsides. Yeah. I mean, he's uh yeah, he's got all of the like the gadgets too. Like I feel like Winter Soldier has a mechanical arm that doesn't really do anything it doesn't like turn into a mega I mean, blaster vibranium. yeah no i mean it's it's like the hardest substance on earth yeah which um, which is great i mean that's cool uh but like but also he can only punch it so hard he, like it's not silver and so it's not gonna hurt blade if he just like it's not gonna kill blade if he punches him like through the body you know yeah yeah and that's what i'm thinking is like like superman style or whatever yeah where like blade can just kind of recover from that stuff and like again um winter soldier just has a gun like he doesn't have a shield (laughs) that's that's his thing that's his thing he's kind of like the punisher only he has a metal arm and super soldier serum yeah so so blade but on the caveat that we're not doing it on popularity that we're doing it on the uh actual combat abilities okay um now well now remind me have you played diablo one no i have not unfortunately okay so this i can't remember if this character pops up in other diablo games but for our second match we have king leoric from diablo one versus wade watts from ready player one not parzival wade watts I mean, isn't Wade Watts just a dude? Yeah, he's just a dude. So, let me frame King Leoric for anyone else who may be unfamiliar. King Leoric is uh, a skeleton king who's like 15 feet tall and wears, wields a, uh, a Zweihander. Um, yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, we can say if you want that it's in the Oasis, um, just because otherwise it's it's a monster versus just a dude. Yeah, I it's it's <laughs> hard to justify just a dude. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's like if you put me up against any sort of like mystical monster or a uh, giant skeleton with a uh, sword, I yeah, I'd be I dead. Mean, I feel like you could hold your own. Nah, nah, I appreciate that, Zach. I definitely do, <laughs> but nah. Um, I mean, yeah, I, truthfully, it would go with um, Skeleton King. Skeleton King with a big sword, who's not yeah. like over now, if it's If it is Parzival, though... Hmm. Um, Are they fighting in the Oasis? I mean... They'd almost have to. I mean... And Parzival seems like the type of character that would just wipe the floor with King Leoid. Yeah. Um, and you get into, like, kind of, like, wackiness because a lot of, like, things can happen in the Oasis. Like, you know, <laughs> a Gundam comes out and, like, shoots you. So <laughs> it, it really also depends on, like, if King Lior can um, do wackiness with um, with the Oasis, like, does King Lior, like, know the code? Can the skeleton, like, see the code and manipulate it? <laughs> I, I mean, I will say, from, a, from the, the standpoint of someone who has... Uh, had to fight King Leoric multiple times in uh, uh, Diablo, he is kind of a son of a bitch to fight. Oh, yeah? Um, but mm -hmm. Wade also has a um, like a high level of, of uh, skill with manipulating the, uh, the Oasis. Yeah, and also has like a, uh, a bunch of um, like a bunch of tools like uh yeah like mods and well that and, and like that. treasure that he's found throughout the oasis like a holy hand yeah. grenade or something like that something that can like reverse back time a cool ass <laughs> ship some guns and stuff like that so yeah so i mean truthfully like yeah i feel like that works in his favor yeah. But, like, does King Lior have, like, some good fighting abilities? Like, no, he's just got a big fucking sword. Like, no magic? He's, he's like, a skeleton. Yeah, no, yeah, no magic. I mean, does he have regeneration? Can he, like, put himself back together? Uh, yes, he does have regeneration. Yeah. Like, he does have a healing component that if you don't fight him, like, if you try to cheese the system, mm -hmm. it will, it, like, it's like, okay, yeah, fine, you can hide behind that door. He's just gaining more life, though. Ah, okay. Hide in that room all you want. I can't open this door, but you gotta come out of there sometime. I got this big sword. You're coming out of here sometime. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean... I give it to the skeleton. Wait, really? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, I mean, I feel like... I feel like... Again, it's it's very much like, um, so 
you can manipulate the oasis in the way that you want to, but there are rules. Like there's rules that you have yeah. to follow. And like Yeah. But like and don't you if you die in the oasis, you die in real life? Is that something? Or is um, that something that I'm thinking about? Like I the think matrix. That's the matrix. Okay. That I think that's the matrix. Yeah, so like I think that's matrix only, yeah. So truthfully, like even if they so let's say he kills um king louier louier or whatever his name is leoric yeah leoric <laughs> i probably said his name like multiple different yeah, I think ways you said it like eight different times <laughs> that's fine skeleton yeah. dude let's say he kills skeleton dude in the oasis skeleton dude's still around right yeah, yeah, that's true. So, and then Skeleton Dude just, like, goes, well, I'm going to find you. And then kills you in real life. Yeah. So, like, he couldn't even kill anybody in the Oasis. Like, all you can do is yeah. basically uh, take the character back to level one. Right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Then, yeah, Skeleton Boy. Or King, okay. King Leon. That's my winner. Okay, King. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I, I, I will keep on uh, messing up the skeleton's name. So, in our final den for tonight, we have Blade, the vampire hunter versus King Leoric, the skeleton king. Hmm. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um. I mean, I'm just gonna say that Blade's used to dealing with big fucking skeleton kids. Yeah, yeah, I feel like <laughs> that kind of monster is like in Blade's wheelhouse. And again, like King um, Leonard is not like bringing any sort of uh, magic or like no. he just got no, a... no, yeah, he has no magic whatsoever. Yeah, just a big sword, and um, yeah, I feel. I feel like if you're going to, if you're going to step to the king, you gotta bring something <laughs> with you, and um, big sword's not going to not going to do it for. Uh, I mean, and the sword's not magical, right? No. Yeah. 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 yeah so my. I mean, usually when he drops it, like there's some enchantment on it or whatever. Like it's an I uh, an artifact for your character to pick up. But hmm. Like, hmm. I, I don't, I don't know. Like, it's a random one every time, so, you know. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I give it to, uh, I give the Blade. Okay. The Blade. Blade. So, Blade, you're, you are our number six champion. Well, I can't wait to see who you fight in the finals. It'll probably be a god or a magic user. <laughs> it will probably be a god or a magic user. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, we're on six, so I'm just updating the bracket. Oh, hey, yeah, he's gonna be in the first bracket. At some point, it's going to be Garland from Final Fantasy versus Blade, so I can't wait to see mm, that. That should be interesting. <laughs> <laughs> but with that, um, uh, you ready to talk about some Mimi memes? Yeah, yes, I okay. am. Cool. So, uh, did you want to go first, or did you want me to run through my stuff? Because I know you said you have one big. Thing. Yes. Um, I, it's up to you. It really is. Um, okay. Um, why don't I run through my stuff real quick? Because okay. it's all kind of surface level stuff. Um, I got four things that I wrapped up. Well, four things I'll talk about. Okay. Um, so I, 
sat and watched i don't know why i did this the silence the silence uh, it's a netflix movie mm-hmm. it so apparently it's based on a book that came out like 10 years ago okay and it's about aliens or monsters aliens that take over the earth that are very um sensitive to sound and are attracted to sound it this sounds a lot like um a quiet place yeah it sounds like a quiet place hmm. except that movie was written after this book <laughs> was out for a few years oh, okay um Interesting. but yeah so netflix adapted or bought the film rights and adapted it um shortly after bird box i think hmm. um it's okay it's got some good actors in it it's got um kieran shipka or kiernan shipka um she was sabrina on teenage witch okay yeah nice the one on netflix that came out recently not oh netflix, not like hard. old um yeah and then it's got uh stanley tucci as her dad um yeah it's 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 kind of like bird box but with your hearing instead so like a quiet place how's yeah. how's it different than the quiet place uh, it's paced a little bit differently. Like, they're having to also contend with other people. Like, you know, A Quiet Place, it's pretty much just that family. Yeah. And then, like, they'll trade every now and then. But, like, in this, they're holed up because it's kind of an apocalypse mm-hmm. situation. Mm-hmm. And so there's monsters and then also marauders. Oh, okay. Coming out. Yeah. So it's it's kind of more like uh, Bird Box, I think, in yeah, yeah, where the, you have it's to, just like... It's got the hearing component of Quiet Place. <laughs> How long is the movie? Is it... Uh, it's, like, 88 minutes, 90 minutes, something like that. So, like, it's not very long. Not too much of a commitment. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, I also, uh, let's see. I also, and I haven't finished playing it, but when I, last time I was visiting my family... Mm-hmm. Um, my brother had just recently downloaded uh diablo 4 Mm, okay and so i was playing it on his uh xbox x yeah what do you think and so it's a very pretty game yes it's (sighs) Uh uh-oh i hear the sigh i don't know if i will purchase it unless they make some pretty serious changes so like some of the things i can see what they were trying to do to fix some issues in the past mm-hmm. but then some of them i'm like well that like this is just another pain in the ass at this point then so like the the enemies level with you as you're playing mm-hmm. and so it always stays the same difficult like you're still hitting the same amount of things oh. to get through like it doesn't matter pretty much how you've equipped your character um which, I mean, I never really had fun trying to, to min-max. Like, min-max or yeah. anything, but I know that that is a component of this game for a lot of people. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of difficult to get any jollies out that way. Mm-hmm. Um, they've also, and this is this is closer to when it was launched that I was playing it, so I'm assuming they've patched some of these things out. But you've played two and three, right? Uh, I've only played two. I lightly played a little bit of three, but um, I didn't like invest too much time in three. I, I never beat three. 
Okay, so, well, so do you, are you familiar with the boss called, named The Butcher? Uh, yes, yes. So, he's kind of a stand, like, he's been in every iteration of it, like, all the way back to one. Oh, cool. Um, and he's always kind of, he's always been kind of the tough boss if you're a, like, level two or three character. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's a big beefy demon that is a butcher of flesh like he's gigantic yeah he has like a cleaver or something yeah yeah (laughs) so in this they have him randomly spawn but he is so unbelievably op it's like you just will not beat him Mm. (laughs) there's no way for you now did you play with your brother as well or were you playing this like no 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 i was solo okay yeah i wonder if it um if it manipulates the difficulty level depending on how many players there are yeah i don't know that that would have been a uh that would would be an interesting question like i don't know how they would well which way they would well they would so borderlands did that um if you played borderlands solo um you know you um everybody was at a base level but like if you ended up getting multiple people playing with you um, it, they would bump up like the amount of damage uh, enemies do and then the amount of health enemies do, but they would also give you better loot. So uh, I think that would be kind of cool if they implemented something like that. Yeah. yeah. Well, so one of the all other things that they've done, <laughs> I don't know what problem they were trying to solve is previous games um would pick up kind of like D D. Mm-hmm. you'd pick up different um denominations of uh healing potions yeah and they all did a certain amount based on whatever your stat was mm-hmm. well in this one all the potions are the same and you can just kind of run through them but as you level up you have access to more and more healing potions like that that will heal more and more so are they not in your inventory yeah they're not in your inventory um there's just like a cooldown to use them so sort of like estus from um yeah kind of like that okay yeah yeah it's it's kind of like that um there there is a slight cooldown it's not you can't just like spam Spam potions um the thing that's frustrating with it is that so you have to you have to manually level it up when you go to town, like with your other stuff. Okay. Like in- because it heals a, a greater amount as you become higher in level and thus have more hit points. Mm-hmm. But here's what I'm saying. Like, why did they not... Because there's a cooldown, right? Yeah. Why didn't they just agree on the percentage? So as you level up, it's always, oh, okay, during this cooldown period, it will heal me up to 20% of my hit points or whatever the number is whatever the percentage is yeah rather than making you waste money upgrading it when like money doesn't it's kind of like fifth edition in that way is that like money just doesn't matter yeah you just become mega rich (laughs) you just become mega rich um and i'm talking a lot of shit on this game like i did have fun it is addictive to hit the buttons and hack and slash it, i had <laughs> fun playing it yeah but i couldn't help but notice these things that i'm just like that's weird why would they make me go out of my way to get better healing why wouldn't they just scale it since there's already cooldown? yeah 
You know, like that that just seems like a weird um choice thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Um I did think it's funny though that I kept trying to make a so I made a barbarian, right? Oh. And I have him tattooed with all of these tattoo these different tattoos. I have bright red beard and the way the tattoos are on his skin, it looks like he's green. Yeah. Um and so I tried to name him Christmas Comes Early or Christmas Come Early. Yeah. Right. But they limit you with the characters that oh, you no. can spell. And so what I did Zach, don't was Xmas C U M E A R L Y. I assumed as um, much. So he's he's just sitting with this on his on his uh uh thing mm. and my wife walks by and she's just like no. Why did you do yeah. that? Why? <laughs> and my brother found it funny. Of course and he did. His wife his wife was like I really don't like that you did that. It's yeah. like, you're blaming me. I was going to name it something else, but they limited my character options, so this is what we have. Yeah, blaming it on the Diablo. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll blame Blizzard every day. Jeez. That's <laughs> yeah, so um, silly. So the, uh, the, my last two things are both shows that I wrapped up. So I uh, wrapped up the Watchmen show. Oh, nice. Um, did, did you ever watch the, that's the one on HBO that nope. came out. Yeah. Maybe three or four years ago. Nah. It's good. It's I've seen the movie really well. And then I read the, you know, comic, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's written in that same universe. It, it fits very well. Um, it has a lot of the same themes. I don't really have any negative criticism of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a good addition. If you like that movie or that comic series and like it, it also draws way more inspiration from the comic than the movie. Oh, that's so good. like, um, there's, uh, spoilers for a comic that's yeah, super <laughs> older cool. than I am. Um, but well, it might, it might not actually be older than I am almost mm. as old as I am. Um, but you know, in the end, when Ozymandias fakes an alien attack, right, on the Earth, the kind of goose fraba every... Like, fo- basically focusing everyone's attention on a singular threat. Yeah. Rather than each other, right? So, that's one of the big things that Zack Snyder cut from the movie, because, honestly, like... It, he had a lot to go through in that movie, and even though it was almost three hours, mm-hmm. I feel like I can see why he made the decision to cut that from the movie because that requires a whole other, um, like it, like it, it would have it would have pushed it into the like six hour range yeah. for him to include all of that, right? But with this uh, this show, the presumption is that yeah, that's that's what happened right and so he um on there on a timer because no one knows that he's faked this there are different points around the earth where there will just be a random rain of squid Mm -hmm. right um and then they they dissolve right so people can't like trace back where it's coming from yeah um but so the the really cool thing about them showing the, the squid showing up and like like how evil that act was is that when it blips into existence in New York City mm-hmm. there's like a hundred mile radius of people that like 
even I think it's let's see it's modern day and it, so yeah so like 40 years later um like there are people who have to go to these support groups because they because of the like psychic backlash of <laughs> them doing that yeah which is a thing they reference in the comics but yeah like there there's character it, there's a specific character that was on the outskirts of that range when it happened and yeah he is all fucked up Dang, yeah. <laughs> um, it just because of the psychic backblast of having an extra dimensional thing just attached to your mind in the moment of its death yeah <laughs> like it, it it took a toll on society yeah. <laughs> for that to happen um but i mean that's not a spoiler for the show or anything like that's that it's gone into there are other storylines in there Mm-hmm. highly recommend it um it's only like eight episodes oh that's not too bad um, is it like an hour per episode yeah they're they're like an hour per episode yeah, yeah. that's not mm, yeah not bad so, and all. it's not an adaptation it's a continuation of the story yeah which is really interesting um there's some curveballs thrown in but i'm like this is this is good oh i will say there is <laughs> there is a funny um Thing that i read online while i was like looking it up and apparently um damon lindelhoff who is the the guy who was like show running this adaptation mm-hmm. um really 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 wanted like alan moore to approve of this adaptation yeah right doesn't alan moore like hate the um yes yeah. now alan moore to be fair for 35 years at least um, whenever there's an adaptation of his work, he sells it and then immediately bad mouths it to his fan base yeah. and goes, this will be terrible. Just, like he has never liked an adaptation because he's one of those guys. that's like, I wrote it for this medium. Mm-hmm. That's what it needs to be is in this medium. <laughs> yeah. Like I don't want it anything else. Yeah. So he, so Lindelof writes him this or Lindelof writes him this, uh, this letter, um, like like saying about like like outlining the pains he's taken to um honor the original work and blah 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 blah, right Mm -hmm. well he also uh made a comment to the press because uh he felt ignored because it wasn't even acknowledged or whatever right and so alan moore acknowledges it in another press conference where he's asked about it and he's like yeah i did get this letter um it seemed like like someone simpering for attention and i didn't feel that i they deserved it. dang gosh <laughs> it's like okay that's kind of funny yeah because <laughs> uh. i mean yeah it's like yeah like he doesn't own the rights to it like you hbo's making the adaptation and hired this guy like i don't know why he would want to reach out to alan moore who famously hates everything that's done. yeah i mean i don't know just to get some sort of like just to make sure that like he's not um yeah. doing anything that's going to directly harm the source material um yeah i mean he could have been doing that but he made a big deal about it afterwards and so to me that i don't know it, it doesn't speak well of his intentions mm. I, I think he just wanted to get in front of alan moore yeah. um, i don't know why you would want to just get in front of alan moore like what else has alan moore even yeah. done uh swamp thing i mean um, recently 
Oh, uh, recently? Uh, I think he retired. Yeah. Didn't he? Yeah. He's old. Yeah, so like... <laughs> like, he's done. Like, I don't know why... Why would you Why want... this guy would be angling for that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, well. Um, And then one thing that... I don't know how deep I want to go into it, because I kind of want to talk about it. You brought it up. Uh-oh. Um, a while ago. Uh-oh. And I finally got around to watching it, because I feel like it's, it's wrapped up enough. Mm-hmm. Um, is my wife and I just just finished yesterday uh, The Mandalorian. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because um, it's on, like, season three, season four. Yeah, yeah, we just wrapped up season three. Yeah. It's, um, I love it. Like, yeah, it's, I think it's... It's... Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying, I think it's one of the uh, better, like, Star Wars um, adaptations of yeah, it. Yeah, I... So I was just about to say it it feels like um what I remember Star Wars being when I watched yeah. it as a kid. Yeah. Like it has that same like mix of elements, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um I will say there's a couple of episodes that I'm just like, mm, yeah. I feel like you guys were made to make this, but all in all, I cuz it's only 24 episodes. It's like Yeah. It's overall good yeah yeah i mean of course there's going to be some stinkers in there um yeah, yeah. although it's funny i was i was referring to the the ragtag group of the, that hide in the coverts as burning man bobas yeah um yeah. and i don't know why i called them that because you know burning mandalorians is sitting right there but yeah i just defaulted to burning man bobas. Yeah. um <laughs> i'm actually kind of interested in i haven't watched it yet but um the live action um one about anakin's padawan um her name escapes me ash yeah ahsoka Ahsoka, yeah the thing is though that like i don't really know much about rebels i never really watched like clone wars or anything like that so i very i have like super like surface level knowledge of who she is and like how she's related in this grand universe but right the things that i've seen from like the um the like trailers and stuff like that it looks kind of cool yeah yeah i'm i'm honestly because as of time of recording it's it's still air like they're trickling out episodes yeah um but um i think at at time of recording they're 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 trickling them out one at a at a time and i think they're going to do that for the next couple of weeks before it wraps up but I definitely want to see it because she's she's a really interesting character. Yeah, bro. To me, um, I've I haven't watched very much of the Clone Wars, and I, I don't know anything about Rebels. Mm. I just know her from what I've read on Wikipedia. Though, yeah, I will. <laughs> um, if you don't mind spoilers on Rebels, I would highly recommend um, like just YouTubing the fight between her and Darth Vader, like her and Anakin as Darth Vader end up having like a uh fight like a um mm. in rebels like an animated fight yeah and it's it's pretty cool like it's really like nice well like animated it's well like choreographed and it's it's kind of cool to like you know she's holding her own against like this i, I guess he was not like an official sith lord but uh, against the sith so it's it's super yeah. cool and like she seems like a very interesting character coming from like you know this background and everything but like yeah i just don't have that much knowledge on on who she is and i wonder if like 
this show's going to, you know, I'm sure the show's going to assume that, like, most people are coming in with, like, surface level. Um, but with those shows, it's always interesting to see the little, like, nods and winks to, like, the previous uh, source material that came from it. Because I'm sure they'll probably reference a lot from, like, Rebels and Clone Wars and her interaction with Anakin. Oh, yeah, I would assume so. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I'm, I am a huge fan of uh, Grand Admiral Thrawn, and so the fact that they're actually going to get him in live action instead of animated yeah. is, I'm super excited for. Yeah, I mean, and, and the thing is, like, the costuming um, looks super good. Like, sh- you, yeah. you know, she looks like a, a tw- twink, twilek. Is that? Uh, she's a uh, Togruta. Togruta. Okay. Yeah. 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 Twi'lek um, just have the the two like um, hair thingies, head tentacle yeah. type things. She has those two, but it's really just one. Yeah. Like it's it's separated out. And she has like horns. Tentacle. Yeah. 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 There's there's horns that are part of it too. Yeah. Yeah. So, so she kind of looks like a Twi'lek, but um, but yeah, she's actually a Togruta. Cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm interested. To, and, you know, both me and Zach are very much people who want to wait until the series is done to watch them. Yeah, I don't like... I, I don't much like, prefer yeah. binge-watching. Yeah. I don't like this week-by-week bullshit. Yeah. Like, I know that a lot that works better for people's schedules sure. and attention yeah. spans, probably. But, like, I just... I just have to wait until the end and just watch it all in one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Because sometimes I just forget like what yeah. happened last week or something like that. Um, That's mainly my problem when I when I wait like that. Well, that or sometimes like I watch it. I'm like fairly diligent in watching it per week or something like that, and then like mm. I miss it like three weeks in a row, and then I'm like I have no idea or I forget a couple yeah. things. So, so yeah, I usually just like watching um, a series when it um, when it wraps up. Yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, that that uh, finishes up me. Um, okay, so, here so we go this with, is with, uh, Stuart's Mega Ultra Cool Guide slash what they did for the weekend of dragon con yeah i went to dragon con um i went to dragon con all five days i was actually talking to one of my friends and he was like oh so like thursday is now an official day i'm like yeah wednesday is now the new thursday and he was like so they actually have like stuff that happens on thursday i'm like yep yep and he was like that's insane i'm like yeah soon and you know soon enough (laughs) Wednesday will probably become an official day as well, and they then... need to just go ahead and do an entire week. God, I, I I don't know why they're dancing tiptoeing around. That. I, you know I mean, how expensive that would be hotel wise. Yeah, yeah, because I ended up um. So last year I only went um two days. I went on Saturday and Sunday, and boy did I feel the FOMO. Um, I really wish that like. I went for the entire time. I definitely wanted to um, experience the full uh, range of Dragon Con. And um, this year I was like, I'm going to go all five days. I'm going to do it up big. I'm going to get a hotel room because 
um, as many of our older listeners know, I really enjoy cosplaying. And it is just so nice. And I feel like it's a bit essential to have a place to basically like decompress, take off your wig, you know, take off your cosplay and, you know, have that like opportunity to either switch out different cosplays since, you know, they're, um, one of the things I really enjoy are the photo shoots, like the large group photo shoots. And, um, usually those are during the day and then you've got your, you know, cosplay on and you might just want to go up to your hotel room, take it off or decide that you want to do a nighttime sort of photo or uh, cosplay. So I ended up getting a hotel room and it was one of the best decisions that I could have made, especially for the way that I wanted to, um, to do Dragon Con. But, um, so Thursday, um, rolls around and there's actually two competitions that I kind of wanted to, uh, try. And I saw that they had like prejudging. Um, one was the the muscle nerd competition where I was going to um, to try to do my uh, Nosuke uh, cosplay. Um, so I went there and I realized you had to like first sign up online, and so I wasn't uh, I wasn't able to enter into that costume contest, which was fine, which is fine. But I did walk by a an amazing Johnny Bravo, uh, and this this dude was like ripped like johnny bravo and (laughs) they were waiting for like the competition to start and they had one of those like uh resistant bands and they were doing like curls and everything i was like yeah uh like i wanted him to do sort of like the um the poses that johnny bravo does uh the sort of poses but um but i ended up walking by um another uh costume contest that i wanted to try was the uh, bunny hutch i wanted to enter my your costume from um spy family in there but again that one was also you had to do pre-online before it and they had like about like 300 people like sign up for that thing so it was um it was definitely a, a more popular one right but um, there was also a dance along with it, so people could dress up in their like bunny outfits and like go to the dance. And the dance was a lot of fun. It was it was um, it was really fun. And then they brought out the people who like won it at midnight and everything. So it was it was a good time. Um, I mean, so the main things that I usually do at Dragon Con are go to a few of the panels. Um, some of the panels that I went to were like the um, anime music videos. Um, they had like one where it was just all uh, music videos from the Toonami block, which I thought was super cool, and it hit me in the oh cool yeah. So everybody like submitted like music videos from like anime from Toonami, and it really hit me in the old um, uh, nostalgia uh, gut, I guess. And um, also occasionally, so they also brought um, Elijah Woods from the Lord of the Rings, which was super cool. Like, that's a big get, I think. I mean. Wait, Elijah Wood was there? Yeah, Elijah Wood was there. 
Wow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the actor who played um, Sam, I, I don't know who that actor is, but both of the Hobbits were from uh, our at Dragon Con. Yeah, Sean Astin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that was super cool. But like, the line was crazy. Like, um, I will say that. So Dragon Con did have a cap. Um, they capped at sixty thousand people. Oh, they did finally. Yeah, so do a cap. Yeah, they they're doing caps now. They did a cap last year too, which I'm super happy about. Um, so it didn't feel as crowded as some of the more like popular years at Dragon Con, but yeah. it's definitely more crowded than the early like after COVID time of Dragon Con. Um, gotcha. Is some of the the so like. Some of the dances, like uh, on Friday, I ended up going to the uh, the goth dance, the open casket, and oh, nice. yeah, <laughs> yeah, I dressed up in uh, my whole goth gear and everything. I was like, yeah, goth life if it isn't dead. But so they had a uh, unfortunately a small uh, room set um, for this dance, and um, it took about like an hour and a half to get into the dance. Um, which is, Oof. yeah, which was a little sad because, like, I understand, like, you know, when you're trying to, like, set all these things up, you're trying to give the more popular dances to the bigger room so more people can be in there. But I, yeah, uh, a lot of people wanted to go to that goth night, and it was just in one of the smaller dance rooms. And since when you get into the room, they give you kind of, like, a wristband, so if you like have to use the restroom or something like that, you can, you can go out and then come back in without worrying about the line. But that means that like, you know, they only have a certain amount of people that they can put in a room for safety reasons. And you don't know if these people who are going out to the restroom are ever going to come back. So it was very slow, like churning of people. So that was a little disappointing. But um, the lines weren't too bad. So, yeah, on um, Thursday I did your from um, um, Spy Family for the okay. um, the Bunny Hutch dance. On Friday I met up with a couple of friends who were also doing um, cosplays from uh, Demon Slayer. So we ended up going out and uh, I was wearing my Inosuke. And we just took a bunch of pictures, um, personal pictures for ourselves. Um, and we went actually to the um, Pulse, which is like this lofty area in the Marriott. Um, I had never gone up there. And it was kind of nice to have like, because it was kind of like a dance party bar sort of deal. And it was, um, it was a lot of fun. And then I went to the um, uh, Goth Night, which again was hard to get into, but once we got into, it was really cool. It had that, like, re it reminded me of when we used to go out to goth night because we would occasionally oh, go nice. out and dance. Yeah, it um, it really uh, it made me wish that we uh, we still go out, that we should still go out. So yeah, maybe maybe we will one day. We'll, yeah. we'll bust out the black and uh, go dance into <laughs> to some screamo, emo, goth music. But, um, Hell yeah. And then, um, so Saturday and Sundays were my... Oh, 
Um, on Friday, I also cosplayed um, Bridget from Gilded Gear because there were two um, photo shoots that I went to. Now, the photo oh, shoots okay. at Dragon Con are very much free, so you don't have to like pay for anything. They get a professional photographer, and the professional photographer will usually take like a picture of the um, group of cosplayers who fit into that genre. So the first photo shoot was um, fighting characters, and um, and then sometimes they'll separate like um, characters per game. So like we all went up there. They ended up taking a bunch of photos. Then they called out like all of the Mortal Kombat people. Then they called out all the Gilted Gear folks. Um, they ended up like, and there were quite a few um, Mortal Kombat folks, which was really cool. And then like Street Fighter and stuff like that. So uh, it, it's cool to like get your photos taken. Um, I really like that. But it's also really cool to like meet people who enjoy the same genre as you and who enjoy that same passion of like dressing up. Like, I got to talk to all, a bunch of the uh, Gilted Gear people. We ended up uh, doing a video for TikTok. Um, nice. Yeah, yeah. Like, dancing around and stuff like that. So just being silly, which is great because we were all just, like, having a good time and stuff like that. Um, so I went to that. And then I also went to the um, queer representation since Bridget is also a trans character. Um, and one of the only, like, few trans characters in, like, fighting oh, games. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. It, um, it, she has a very interesting backstory. And it's also interesting because, um, Gilted Gear is a, um, it's made in Japan. And I know that Japan has a very, uh, weird relationship yeah. with the LGBTQ community. Not great. Not great at all. It is not great. Yeah. So people, people, if if you want to know more about that, research. Um, there's actually a great YouTube video um, that I recently watched about like uh, that subject. But anyway, and it was just really awesome just to like again meet people from like the queer community who also really enjoy, you know, uh, anime, and it was really cool to see like all the different characters that you know have this representation and it's just fun just taking photos and stuff like that so that was really cool and then on saturday i ended up doing the uh final fantasy um i dressed up as cloud from final fantasy 7 and there was a um a from or uh yeah from soft no not from soft um square enix photo shoot uh, so it was really cool to see like a bunch of people from uh, Kingdom Hearts as well as all of the Final Fantasies. Um, I got to see my boys from um, Final Fantasy Thirteen, the uh, no, not Final Fantasy Thirteen, Final Fantasy Fifteen. Yeah, the uh, boys road trip. Uh, it was really cool. Um, and hot boy summer. Yeah, hot boy summer. Um, and it was just it was it was just so much fun. It was fun like talking with people i took a bunch of pictures with like sephiroth um we compared i did see that to yeah. see who had the uh biggest sword because yeah. my uh buster <laughs> sword that i got um i know that i showed zach it's literally like almost as big as me 
Isn't it a little bit taller? Than no, you? it's it's not. Oh, well, I guess not. Not in your shoes. Yeah, probably not. <laughs> no, it's I'm I'm still I'm still bigger than it. But yeah, oh, okay. it was it was cool just kind of like wheeling it around and everything. And um, then on that evening, we actually went to the uh, rainbow dance. And the rainbow dance is always one of the dances that I really enjoy. They've had it ever since I've been going to Dragon Con. And um, it's very much like a safe dance for um, the queer community. And um, the nice thing about it was before the dance, we ended up going to this uh, Queerios meetup where it was just kind of a meetup for um, queer folks to kind of like talk and like, you know, just interact with each other and um yeah they had like stickers and we got to like chat with folks around like the city as well as people who had come from the city or from outside the city and just like talk about costuming as well as um just you know our fandoms but the person who was running that meetup was also the person who was um organizing the dance and he ended up giving us like the um the armbands and he was like you can just skip the line and like go straight into this dance because <laughs> you know this dance is for for you people and you know it's yeah. it's i i want i want you all to be able to enjoy it so it was real nice that we were able to like skip that line it was super cool and yeah, I, I know and he was so nice to do that like no one expected that like you know we were all just expecting to come and like just talk and hang out and stuff like that so it was it was super cool and um it was just amazing that like you know we had that opportunity to meet him as well as the opportunity to like you know skip the line and go straight into the dance and that dance is always so much fun it's it's great to see like so many people i feel very um I, you know, non-judged as well as I can, like, let loose, and it was a good time. And then on Sunday, our big photo shoot was for um, the DC, the giant DC photo shoot, and uh, me and my partner, we ended up dressing up as uh, Harley Quinn and Ivy. I ended up dressing up as Harley Quinn. Now, so I thought my costume was really good. I really enjoyed it. I had done a test run of the makeup beforehand. And um, before, because Harley Quinn is very much like makeup base with like the white like foundation and the white like, you know, body paint and everything like that. Yeah. Um, and that's like pretty much like half of her outfit is very much that. Um, and I had done a test run. I thought I looked good. I was like, all right, this is great. Um, what I did not account for or count for is the heat and walking around. <laughs> um, I thought That's I had always the problem. Yeah, I thought I had pretty good like setting powder for my makeup and everything like that. Yeah. About an hour into it, I just it was streaking. I looked like a hot mess. I was like, oh my gosh. So. You know, I'm I'm happy that I took pictures. There's a couple of pictures where I kind of look at my makeup. I'm like, ugh, Stuart, you look like a hot mess. But, but it has taught me that I need to get, like, professional-grade, like, setting powder for, like, costuming. 
for like actual like costuming makeup. So um, it's you know a uh, costume that I I want to try again. I think we're actually going to try it at um, me and my partner. We're going to be at AWA Awa um, Anime Weekend in Atlanta. I think we're going to try to um, put together that costume there as well. So, if this nice. one comes out before AWA, which is um, the end of October, and you see us walking around, definitely give us a hi. So, yeah. but um, but afterwards, we so we were planning on going at, to another dance on Sunday, but we ended up just like running into a bunch of people, just like chatting, kind of walking around the hotels, and like. That felt so much fun, too. Just, like, you know, interacting with people, taking photos with folks, and just, like, talking, having a, a couple drinks here and there. And um, just, like, half of the... Or a majority of the reason that I go to um, DragonCon is also just having... A, I know this might be a surprise to some listeners, but I am very much an extrovert. I really do gain that energy by just, like, talking and interacting with people. And Dragon Con, like, we're all there because we love, like, this fandom. We all love, like, you know, we're passionate about a particular thing. And, like, talking to somebody about their costume and, like, talking with them about, like, what they did to put together their costume or why they went out and, like, spent all this money and this time and effort to portray this character, you know, why they love that character so much. And it's these things that, like, really, really make the con for me. And and that's kind of what we did on Sunday was, you know, we met up with some friends, we talked, we roamed around, we made some new friends, we talked, and, it, you know, I love dancing, I love the parties as well, but, like, I also really love that too, of just like walking around, people watching, taking photos, talking to people. It um, it really, it it, it really energized me, and it really like made me feel good about Dragon Con. It, it was something, you know, I, I felt like this year I did not walk away with that like that FOMO feeling. I walked away with like. I did everything that I wanted to do. I did all of the costumes, the cosplays that I wanted to do. I, I got all the pictures that I wanted. It, it felt like a really good Dragon Con. It, it's, good. It, it definitely was like one of the better Dragon Cons that I've had in quite a while. So, so I, I was happy with it. And, you know, I look forward to next year. And, you know, I'll probably be busting out some of these same costumes because boy they are expensive to make and put together so you know i can't be you know busting out four new costumes a year so i'll yeah. probably recycle some of these so you know truly 2024 dragon con if you see me walking around in any of these costumes definitely give me a high five or or you know feel free to talk to me um, I, I do think that I, I am very approachable and I'd love to like hear about your reasoning to come, coming to Dragon Con or your reasoning why you put together a particular costume. But, but, yeah. but yeah, other than that, like it was, it was 
fucking fantastic. Um, nice. Yeah, it was just it's it's fun to like see people hang out with people. It's fun to go to panels. Um, oh, I also went to um, uh, a panel with a uh, Billy Piper, who was the um, doc or the eighth doctors, the seventh doctors, uh, ninth. ninth ninth doctors, doctors. and tenth and tenth doctors uh, yeah. companion, and it was it was super cool. So you know there is the writer strike going on. Um, at the moment so they couldn't talk about any of the um, work that they are you know currently working on or like previously worked on so it, it was interesting the way that um, Dragon Con kind of handled that normally you know they would have like a moderator who would walk around with a um, uh, you know a um, microphone and people would raise their hands to ask questions. Well, this time, if you wanted to ask a question, you would actually have to get into the DragonCon Discord and write down your question. And then the moderator would kind of like yeah, they've got scan a, through those yeah. questions and like cherry pick, you know, certain like questions and stuff like that, just so they, yeah, you know, yeah. wouldn't ask any questions that would put them in a um, compromised position. Or, you know, wouldn't waste their time basically saying, oh, I can't answer that question because of the strike or something like that. Yeah. So it was a lot of questions about, like, you know, favorite food, um, what they enjoy. It was actually... Who they are as a person rather than the, yeah. the characters that they play. Yeah. yeah which, I, I, which is actually I kind of interesting. to see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Especially since um, somebody did ask uh, about Billy Piper... Billy Piper actually used to, uh, she put out some music, um, like very oh, yeah. early. She was a pop star before she, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, and it was interesting because, like, um, she never really, like, got any traction on the whole pop star thing. And, um, you know, she talked a little bit about that, about, like, how that affected her and, um, how, you know, she moved on from that. Um, because I, unfortunately it wasn't really much of an success but you know she succeeded in other things too so that was yeah. kind of cool like you know it, it she definitely has like a positive spin on it it was funny somebody was asking her what her favorite like holiday is like you know christmas halloween stuff like that but she yeah. ended up i guess like thinking it was holiday like vacation so she was like, "Oh yeah, I really like going to the beach with my like family and everything." And like, "Oh, <laughs> I see the disconnect." Yeah, yeah because yeah, yeah, she's... yeah, they they call that they call vacation a holiday. Oh, yeah, <laughs> not like what your favorite. Yeah, so that was kind of a um a moment where we all laughed a little bit. And then, you know, the moderator was like, "Oh yeah, well, I mean, yeah, that that makes sense, but um this question was more asking like you know do you like christmas or halloween and stuff like that so so it was it was kind of funny i was like that's kind of funny yeah yeah so i thought that was pretty good um but yeah it was just it was a very enjoyable time um you know probably the highlights were um sunday night walking around as well as the rainbow dance on saturday night and probably the low points were just some of the long lines Unfortunately, you know, to get into some of the parties, which I had never really, like, experienced to this extreme, um, were, and I think it just, that can be solved by better managing, like, rooms, like, 
how big rooms can be or like judging like yeah. the popularity of a particular dance and stuff like that but um again all in total i really had a, a fantastic time um if you ever think about like going to dragon con if you think this is something that would interest you I would highly recommend maybe getting a day pass and getting it sooner rather than later because it does sell out since they do have caps on them. And uh, just trying it. Definitely giving it a go. And if it's your jam, then like do it up big. Go all five days. Get a hotel room. <laughs> plan four cosplays. And then you'll be like me. <laughs> and then I'll... Do what some of our friends are notorious <laughs> for doing and planning a new cosplay the Monday before the cons. They have to work on it furiously. Oh, <laughs> who did that? One of... I can tell you all uh, okay, it, yeah. it, it, it happens frequently. Yeah, it's, it's kind of a running joke. Uh, yeah, that would that would cause me so much stress. But but yeah, that that was yeah. that was my weekend. It was it was a fantastic Dragon Con. I look forward to next year. Well, awesome. I'm I'm glad to hear that that y'all had a, a fantastic time. Yeah. Um. I, I it's good. It's more enticing to me knowing that they've actually put attendance caps. In yeah. Because that actually just makes it a whole lot more safe. Yeah. Than, uh, in my opinion. Yeah, and it, it definitely like you know, it is a lot of people. I'm not going to yeah. sugarcoat that. It oh, yeah. is a lot of people, but it's nothing like the like. 2018 2017 height of it where like you could not move around like you know on sunday when we were because we were basically yeah, just I think like those years there were like eighty eight thousand yeah, people yeah. there that and you were just there. like you know shorter to shorter with people but like on sunday we we hotel hopped we hopped from the hilton to the marriott to the hyatt and like we were able to find spots in the lobby to have a drink talk sit down and look at people yeah like you know back in 2018 you would not have that you, you, good luck yeah yeah and like we could I walk think my first year there were only like twenty one thousand people there and it it was fantastic so like even tripling that like that sounds amazing yeah yeah so yeah so yeah but um but it was so much fun and it's you know until like because i'm is again this is just mainly hearsay um they are going to cap it but they're probably going to raise the cap i think they're moving it so they've capped it at 60k and i think next year they're going to bump it up to like 65k so so I'm not sure how accurate that is. Don't don't quote me on that. Like never quote me on anything. But um, <laughs> but I think that's why I've heard through the grapevine. But we'll see. We'll see when it happens. Um, I still uh have my going to get my hotel soon. And um, yeah, it's I uh, look forward to next year. Nice. Well, cool. Well, that'll, I think, wrap us up for this time. Yeah. So um, we'll see you guys uh, next time. The book club book is actually a sextology of books. The Codex Alera. Yeah, because Zach hates me. <laughs> <laughs> how far, but curiosity though, how far are you into that? God, like book two. Almost okay. done with book gotcha. two. Yeah. I mean, we won't be recording it for a while. 
yeah that's fun. i was just curious yeah um, I'm, I'm just probably going to put the rest of the books under my pillow and maybe learn through osmosis, osmosis. Yeah. that's not a bad idea yeah um <laughs> I gotta be honest, the second one's the slowest. Yeah, it's, I'm struggling. It's, yeah. But I'm going to be actually going uh, camping um, this coming week, so I'm bringing the oh, books. Okay. Yeah, bringing the books with me since I probably won't have too much to do. Nice. Yeah. Okay, well, cool. Um, yeah, we can arrange a time to record that at some point. Nice. <laughs> yeah, we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.